Alright, <clears throat> welcome guys to the next, the latest installment of Lost in the Sauce with DT. Um, I've kind of been pondering back and forth about what maybe the newest episode should be, and then I kind of settled with the fact that, um, you know, the, so the new year just turned, it's 2020 now, and um, you know, it's the time of year, the, the new year's resolutions time of year, um, you know, 2019 may, may or may not have been a good time for some of us out there. Um, and then you look, you know, I look around, look on social media as I'm talking to people that I work with, yada, yada, yada. Um, you hear a lot of people discussing the fact that it's like, you know, 2019 is over 2020 is my year. So that just kind of got me thinking about like, um, resolutions in my life. I don't, I've never been a new year's resolution type person. Um, I have resolved to change a number of things over the course of my life. And I do feel like I've had a relative amount of positive, um, I don't want to use the word success. I'll say that I overall have had, um, positive growth due to changes that I've, um, chosen to make in my life. So I just thought I would talk about that. I thought I would talk about growth, change, um, becoming better people or gravitating away from things that we don't want to continue to carry into our life. Um, and I just thought it would kind of be a good time to do it. Um, because I feel like a lot of people are in that mindset right now. So, um, as you hear me say a lot and I'll go ahead and say it again, um, this is just a podcast. This is just me talking. If anything, this is me talking about, um, the perfect scenario, or this is me laying out ex- examples of the way I see things or the way I try to do things or try to achieve things. So by no means am I the standard for anything in life. Um, and by no means am I the type of person that it's like, Oh, you got to do it this way or it won't work. Um, I just figure in my life, um, I always gravitate towards other people's views on things, other people's takes on things. So I just thought it might be interesting for y'all to put my views and my takes out there. And I mean, if you want me to be honest, not in an arrogant way. Um, and it's not like I invented any of this stuff anyway, or I, these are all like new thoughts that are just springing from my brain. These are things that people showed me. These are tricks that tricks of the trade that I've picked up along the way. And I've had with anything that I've been able to change in my life or anything that I've been able to get better at, or just anything growth related, I've had an enormous amount of help from a lot of people. So in a weird way, I guess this is just me paying it forward, me sharing some of the the secrets or whatever you want to call it, some of the information. So um, I'm just going to start with kind of my experience with some growth, um, my views on kind of maybe what it looks like um, and what it feels like or what it may feel like. And then I'll kind of wrap it up with um, some, uh, I guess you would call it like end game for, for lack of a better word or like... Um, the future forecast or whatever you'd want to call it. So, um, as y'all well know, I'm a chef. Uh, I'm clean and sober. Uh, it's been a while. I'm over 12 years clean and sober. Um, I've been a chef for a long time. I've been in the restaurant business for a long time. I've been a member of society for a long time. So I guess in some ways I'm vetted. Um, I have the, the wherewithal to have this conversation with y'all. Um, 
to me, like when, when I hear, when I hear people talk and, and when, um, and I'm guilty of it too, definitely as I'm talking today, I'm going to be kind of focused back on a specific period in my life. And since it's out there, since it's what the podcast is about on a lot of levels, um, my personal sobriety as it plays into my career, as it plays into mental health, as it plays into me every day becoming the person I want to be. Specifically today when I'm talking, I'm going to put myself back in the mindset of a certain period of time in my life. And in a weird way, I'm almost going to reverse uh, reverse engineer is not the right word. I'm almost going to tell you some things not to do as much as I'm going to tell you some things to do if you so choose. I'll tell you some things that didn't work for me at the same time as telling you some things that did, if that's probably a better way to put it. Um, but I can definitely remember looking back at a specific time in my life and like literally wanting to change everything. If there was a way that you could have just said, listen, homeboy, if you'll go here, there's like a life swap uh, center and you'll go there and for a thousand easy payments of 1995, these people will just give you a different life, make you a different person. The old you will cease to exist and there'll be a new you that will replace it with that'll be spit out of like this Xerox machine or something. I would have done it because if you asked me specifically in my life, uh, 12, 13, 14 years ago, um, what I wanted to change, it was everything. I was a miserable person. I was definitely lost. Um, I was definitely a drug addict. I was definitely a toxic person in a lot of people's lives. Um, and deep down I knew that wasn't me, but I had just gotten so far, so far from the path. I'd gotten so far away from my center point that I was just really, um, to get back there seemed insurmountable. It seemed like so many things that I needed to change. And with my mind specifically, and I think it's fair to say that a lot of people's minds probably work this way as well. When I would view it, it's almost like in this weird way to to like allow me to cop out and not make any action. I would view it in a way that it was completely overwhelming, that it was too much to do. It was too much to change. Maybe this is just what I'm destined to be. And I can just sit on my hands the rest of the life and just wait on it all to crash and burn. Um, and obviously due to some help and due to some um, divine universal intervention, that wasn't the reality for me. I was delivered to a spot where I could get around some people um, that could give me some insight and that could kind of show me the way to, even if it's not get back to myself, because I didn't necessarily want to get back to somebody just to get to a different place, to get to a different version of me, to get to whatever that dream is, whatever that future was. So I'm going to share some of that. And the biggest thing I think that we do as human beings, the definitely the biggest thing that I was doing at that time was I would like get up one day or I'd be like, all right, today's the fucking day. I'm changing everything. Like I'm not going to eat dairy anymore and I'm not going to do this and I'm going to go to the gym and I'm going to be a healthy person. And I'm going to be honest with everybody around me and I'm not going to do drugs and you know, I'm going to be a proud upstanding member of society. And it's just too daunting. And it's just, you know, I, I think in, in the age that we live in, you know, especially with social media and the, and the accessibility of everything nowadays, 
you see all these snapshots of everyone else's happiness. You get to see everyone else's life from the outside looking in and you get to pick up all these little shiny things that you think you want. And you're like, Oh, I want this and I want this and I want this and I want this and I want this. And it's just an impossibility. Um, the way life works and as best I can understand and the way change works is it's about habits. It's about building foundations. It's about, um, it's about the path. You know what I mean? Like it's not about the destination. It's not about the goal. It's not about, honestly, to me, it's not about everything that we want to make it about. You know, I want to change. So this will happen, or I want to change. So that'll happen, or I want to change. So I'll be viewed differently, or I want to change so I can make more money. For me, as best I can tell, like, that's not how you do it. You're like, I want to change because this certain thing or these sets of behaviors or this cycle that my life is in right now, it doesn't make me happy. Um, and it doesn't make anybody around me happy. So why am I doing it? And I have to break free from it. So what ultimately after a bunch of like these sporadic sprint, insane, crazy starts that I would have that eventually just crumble very quickly because you're setting yourself up for failure. I took a step back and, and, you know, my, my life on some levels also had me take a step back by winding up in treatment, by winding up in a, in a city that I wasn't familiar with to go through rehab and then to live for a few years. And it put me around people that showed me the way. So that's a key component that I'll get into in a minute is who you surround yourself with. But the most important thing that was ingrained in me, that was taught to me, that was showed to me along the way is you can't pick everything. Just pick one thing or just pick a couple of things and fucking do it. Like be diligent and do it. Whether it's, you know, like if you like, let's just say, and I'm going to play this in a lot of different angles because I feel like there's a lot of different angles that it can go in, but it's like, if you want to eat healthier, like pick an attainable starting point and do it and, and develop consistency. Like, like we, we sacrifice consistency in our lives by chasing perfection, chasing the unattainable, chasing the dream, wherever you're going to get, is going to happen. And it's only going to happen if you're consistent. So if you want to change the way you eat, pick two or three things that you don't eat anymore and fucking stop eating them. You know what I mean? And, and, and break it into smaller attainable things like that. You know, like if you want to give up dairy, like honestly, one of the first things, because only along with me <clears throat> being clean, being sober, trying to be a better human being, there was also a period in time in my life where over the last, um, let's call it, you know, eight, nine years, I've probably lost about a hundred pounds. Um, and one of the first things that I did was like, all right, I'm not drinking any kind of soda or diet soda or anything like that. Like I'm done with it. I'm not giving up caffeine. I'm not going to like freak out and be like, I'm not drinking caffeine anymore. I'm not consuming sugar in any form anymore. I'm going to be raw vegan. I'm going to be this because it's just, you know, it's too much. It's too much for your mind to process and it's just too easy to give up, you know? So one of the first things that I did was it's like, I'm just going to drink water. You know, I'm going to drink water. I'm going to drink coffee and I'm going to see what happens. Like I'm going to wash down all this water and coffee with cheeseburgers. Cause I like cheeseburgers and like, you know, and, and so I did it and I developed some, you know, consistency with that. And, and then it turns into like, 
you know, not long after I do that, it's like, okay, I want to start going to the gym. You know what I mean? And it's like, if you're asking me as a human being, I had a 100% ironclad picture in my head of who I wanted to be. It was this fucking diesel motherfucker, like bad to the bone, ripped, jack shredded, you know, all that stuff. And it's just, my mind couldn't comprehend what it takes to get there from where I was at or, or whatever. I think that's the case on all the levels. So I made this deal with myself that I was going to go to the gym two times a week. And it's like, I've got work. I'm, I'm going to give up, you know, sodas. I'm going to go to the gym two times a week, you know, yada, yada, yada. And then as I develop consistency with that, it's like, okay, now I'm going to take something else out of my diet. You know what I mean? Like dairy. I'm going to slowly remove dairy except for some special occasions out of my diet, yada, yada, yada. But I broke it up. I broke up the path. And I also gave myself open-mindedness towards my goals. Like there were no, and one thing, and, and it may not work for everybody, but it works for me is I don't put like timestamps. I don't put dates on by this time I'm going to have this or by this time it's going to be this. I literally just say rather than like in six months, I want to be, you know, still clean and sober. Or I want to be 10 pounds lighter or I want to be, you know, this much bigger, yada, yada, yada. It's like for the next you know, three months or six months or 30 days, I'm going to do these things that I promised myself that I was going to do. And I'm going to do them every day and just let the chips fall where they may. Because as I'm going through those things, as I'm doing those things, I'm building habits. I'm ingraining habits in my life and the goals, the destinations, all that, they're going to be there. And the only way that they're going to be there is if I can build these habits and if I can be consistent, if I can do whatever so I learned along the way over the course of my life to kind of like let the goals drift, let the goals be the goals, let them be down the road. Cause another thing with me is like the goals that I had a year ago, the goals that I had three years ago, the goals that, that I had five years ago, they've all changed. They all always change. So it's probably not a good thing for me and the way my mind works to put a finish line on all these goals. Cause like, then what do you do? It's like, Oh shit, I made it here. Am I done? You know what I mean? Or it's like, Oh, you know, I, I got where I wanted. Like, can I start drinking sodas again? Or, you know, can I eat th pizza three meals a day again? Or like yada, yada, yada. So that was an important thing to me. And then like, especially when it came to like, you know, there's, there's the, the health, there's like the physical health aspect of my life. There's the mental health aspect of my life. There's sobriety, which, which is very much intertwined with mental health and physical health, I guess, on a lot of levels. I mean, all these are going to be intertwined if we're honest. And then there's the career happiness, career health, my career goals. And so they're definitely, if you want to call it like three or four different arms of this whole thing, and they're definitely associated, they definitely attach to the same body. Um, but they can be addressed and they can be met and nurtured on an individual basis. And one thing that I figured out along the way, and it's played huge dividends in my sobriety, um, and it's ultimately played huge dividends in my career is like 
my overall health. Like if I'm doing more often than not, if I'm, and I'm talking to you, I'm literally doing this podcast right now and I ate almost an entire pizza last night. That's fine. It doesn't matter. It is what it is. But like, as the overall build goes, as the overall, you know, dominoes fall, um, you know, I started making healthy, positive choices for my mental, for, for my physical state very quickly after I got clean and sober and was doing the right thing for my sobriety and for my mental health. And so then now you've got two things that spin off into three things that are all working in unison to, to push you forward and to help you achieve. And honestly, throughout that whole time in my life, the only thing like career, it wasn't on a back burner because I had to work and I was working and I still had my goals, but it wasn't like my behavior wasn't as driven to achieve career success as it was to like, I'm just going to work on being healthy. I'm just going to work on being mentally, physically, emotionally healthy, trying to be happy, trying to be good for myself, trying to be good for the people around me, changing the people that are around me to, to be in some differently, some, some people with some different mindsets, which I'll address on down the, the podcast. But it's like, I'm just going to do all this. And that's plenty. That's a lot of work. That's, a, that's definitely a, a, a quality daily undertaking on a day-to-day basis. And I'm just going to see where some of that stuff may or may not deliver me when it comes to the health of my career, to career-wise, to yada, yada, yada. So that was a major thing to me because like, I think when you throw your hat into the ring of like personal growth and things like that, you really just have to do the work. You really just have to follow the path. You really just have to love the path and then just let it unfold in front of you. You know, I can remember this thing we used to always say in treatment and it was true because they would have us do it. Like the day you get in there, you write down like this list of goals or this list of things that you want or like what you want out of the experience of what or what you're trying to achieve. And they show it to you. They would like show it to you later on. They would show it to you on down the line um, in your treatment process. And inevitably to a T, everyone sells themselves short, you know? It's like, oh, I want to get this and I want to get this and I want to get this and I want to get this. And it's like you look up 30, 60, 90 days later and it's like, man, I don't even give a shit about any of that stuff. Like I didn't even realize that this was attainable or I didn't even realize that that was attainable or I didn't even realize that like all these small actions might deliver me to a place to be able to capitalize on this. So that's what I mean with like you know, pick what you want. I'm never going to be the person that's going to tell somebody that growth ain't worth the time or, or that goals aren't worth it or that new year's resolutions aren't worth it or any kind of resolve to change anything in your life, but just love the process and, and let the ultimate goal unfold and let the destination unfold. And, um, I think nine times out of 10, definitely in my experience, you'll always find that you got a lot more out of it and you got a lot farther than you could ever dream by just being diligent and and being honest to the process and putting the time in for the little stuff, the foundation stuff. You know, it's cheesy as hell, 
but it's like building a house. You know, I mean, you can build the baddest house if you build it on sand. That shit's not going to be there in a few years. But if you build it on a good foundation, it's going to be there. It's going to stand the test of time and it's going to stand because you're going to make mistakes. You know what I mean? And things aren't going to unfold as much as this is going to be an overall positive message along my path. There's been so many things that have unfolded not not how I drew it up or not how I planned or not how I wanted. And that's another thing that I speak to when I'm saying just do the work, just love the process, just just focus on that because like if I had gotten sidetracked or if I had given up or if I had stopped been like man fuck personal growth because this is what it just got me. If I had done that every time that I hit a dead end or every time that I quote unquote failed which I'm going to address that word in the podcast, uh, in this podcast down the road. Um, if I had just hung my hat on, I'm only going to do these things. If I get this, none of it would have worked. And I, I would have gotten somewhere that is so different and so not where I wound up getting and so not what I wanted, even though I would have told you back in the day that that is what I wanted. So that's just a little bit of like my glossed over, overall view of change, what it looks like in my life and how it, how it kind of functions and how it kind of unfolds in my life. And I'm going to try to like hit some more points, um, some more things. And this is almost maybe stuff to like, like warning signs or, or things to, to change your perception. Um, I'm going to try to address a few more things in the podcast. And one of the biggest things for me that it really took some people like working with me um, to understand is that so many times in my life, the thing that I thought was the problem was absolutely 100% not the problem. Um, I can say with almost certain, with almost a 100% certainty rate that nine times out of 10, if something's not going right in my life, I'm the problem. It's not an outside, it's not an, an outside entity that's trying to keep me down or that's trying to hold me back. Um, I think our mind likes to view things through that scope. It likes to keep us in that like, oh, you know, that woe is me kind of mindset because it allows you, that makes it easier for you to sit still and to kind of get bogged down and, and all the, the negativity or whatever it might be swirling around you. So definitely 100% of my life. Then I guess what I'm saying is like, there's been times where it's like, okay, I'm going to make a list of the things that I need to change about my life. And when I looked at my life, when I also, when I still look at my life, it's easy to see like specific circumstances that you want to be different or specific outcomes that you wish hadn't happened or like the relationship that you wish hadn't turned out the way it turned out. So you make this little list of the things that you're like, oh, well, like I want to be more honest or like I want to be a better person or I want to get along better with the people around me or I want to, you know, work. I want to, I want to work harder. I want to devote more of myself at work and get ahead. And those are all like valid. Those are all real things, but any issues that might be in, in my life, any issues that were manifesting themselves in any of these areas that I saw, the problem wasn't the problem. It's like, I'm having trouble being honest with the people around me because I'm not honest with myself. I'm not honest with myself about who I am, whether it be good or whether it be bad, and what I want 
and what, you know, what my purpose, the way I see it is on this earth. It's like, you're trying to fit into all these boxes and you're faking it, you're fronting and you're having a hard time understanding why all these different scenarios turn out the same way. And it's like, because you haven't addressed the root level, the root issue, the genesis for the dysfunction. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's just, it's like, you can't see the forest for the trees, you know? And a lot of times like anxiety, anxiety was a thing in my life. It's still a thing in my life. Um, and take what I'm about to say with a grain of salt, because I'm specifically only talking about myself. Um, anxiety is a real thing and people get diagnosed with it and people have to do what they have to do to treat it. And I respect that fully 100%. I support that fully 100%. But I will tell you one thing unequivocally about my life. A lot of my anxiety that I experienced in my life was due to my own actions. Um, and that's not to say that there was a period of time where I could have been put on some medication and it could have changed that. You know what I mean? And, um, once again, I'm specifically only talking about myself. I cannot stress this enough, but I procrastinated. I still do. You know, procrastination is one of my things. It's one of my, that my things that I have to be aware of that I have to try to outwork and outthink. But like I avoided real, I avoided human interaction on a real level. I wouldn't set boundaries with people. I wouldn't honestly, like when some, when somebody did something that bothered me, I wouldn't tell that person I would tell other people. And so I had created this like level of dysfunction around myself. And it's like, I'm focusing on the negativity of everybody around me. I'm focusing on the negativity in my own life. I'm not looking anybody in the eye and being real with them. I'm not being real with myself. I'm not being a positive aspect in someone else's life. I'm talking shit about people behind their backs. And I, I still do it. We all do it. But it's like, no wonder you wake up every morning and you feel a little anxious, you feel a little off balance because you're not putting any energy into solving and engaging and being present in any situation around yourself. You're pushing everything away. You're focusing on negativity. Every day I got up and I looked around and it's like, this should be different and this should be different and this person shouldn't be doing that and that person shouldn't be doing that. None of it matters. But it's like I look up and I was able to take a step back from it and I was able to receive some help and receive some counseling for somebody from somebody. And it's like, no wonder you have anxiety, you know, and don't I still have it. I've addressed a lot of things. And it's just and honestly, at the end of the day, once again, 100 percent my own personal opinion, I don't think anxiety is as negative as a thing uh, as is as negative of a thing as we choose the light, we choose to frame it in, in this day and age. Um, I think on some levels, anxiety is a call to action. Um, it's the universe, it's your body, it's your soul, it's your spiritual state kicking you in the butt and being like, move motherfucker. Like you've been sitting here for a year and you haven't been happy and you've been fucking bitching and you've been focusing on this. I'm going to make you uncomfortable. I'm going to make you feel uncomfortable because ultimately, I need you to move, homie. I need you to do some things different. Like, you're, it's like your soul's telling you, like, hey, motherfucker, we're in this together, but I need you. Like, you're the legs, you're the arms, you're the mouth, you're the brain. I need you to start, like, 
pushing back. You know what I mean? To, to, to like, if you don't like your life, I need you to change it. And I feel like on some levels, like that's anxiety's purpose. Now that being said, it spirals out of control. I know it has a negative aspect on people, a negative effect on people's lives. And I'm not arguing that I'm not arguing that somebody should or shouldn't get in treatment for it. Anything like that. I'm not arguing that. And I want to be absolutely 100% clear on that. I'm just saying that like there are underlying issues as they associate to anxiety in your life that you can deal with, that you can work on, that you can chip away at it, you know? Um, and I'll fall short of the standard all the time, but I'll tell you this, like when I show up to work or when I show up in a social situation or I show up wherever, and I know that I'm being honest with myself, I know that I've been honest with whoever those people are in that room. I know that I've done my best and I know that I'm on the up and up, I don't have a whole lot of anxiety. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm just kind of feel like I'm floating because it's okay for me to be here. And it's okay for whatever's going to happen to happen because I haven't played into any scenario negatively. You know, I, I was told to read a book that was called, it's called The Four Agreements. And... I don't know if right in the middle of this, I've got a lot of things bouncing around in my head. Let's see if I can remember them. Uh, the Four Agreements, it's a book. It's ancient, like Toltec wisdom. It's by a guy named Don Miguel Ruiz. But it's always do your best, be impeccable with your word, never take anything personally. Ah, shit, what's the fourth one? It may come to me in a little while. You guys Google it, The Four Agreements. You'll love it. But it's kind of this weird guide to moving in and out of life situations without accumulating baggage, without um, accepting or emitting negativity. It's basically telling you, man, everybody's on this life doing the best. Everybody's on this earth doing the best that they can. Just let everybody live and be the best version of yourself and be honest, be open, be real, and be ready. And it, it's surprising, like all these little simple mantras it's surprising. It's been surprising over and over and over in my life, like how much growth there is to be gained just by tapping into some of that stuff, you know? Um, and, and that's been, that's been the biggest thing, you know, like as, as I've tried to make changes in my life going forward and, and as I've tried to grow and, and as I've like, um, tried to open my eyes more and tried to look in the mirror more and just be like, you know, um, what could I have done different? You know, I, I, that's a mantra in my life a lot. Like this situation didn't turn out the way that I wanted it to. And it feels like a loss or it feels like a failure. But if I, if I, if I use it as a mirror, if I use it for growth, if I use it for the next thing, then it's not a failure. It's just a learning experience. And, um, all these little things, all these little mantras, all these little books, um, all these little steps, they've, they've become the path. And honestly, they've become the goal, you know, and I've had to let go of this idea of success and failure. Um, there's a mantra that I have and it's like, perfection is the enemy of progress. Because if you're always tripping out, like if you're not making a move because you're worried that it's not going to be perfect or because you don't know what to do, you're just wasting your time. Um, you're wasting your life. You're never going to know the perfect thing to do and it's never going to turn out perfect. You just have to move, you know, like motion creates 
emotion and that delivers you to your goal. So if you don't like, if you're sitting here right now and you don't know what you want to, you don't know, you know, deep down, maybe some things you want to change or some things you wish are different and you don't know what to do, just pick something and do it, you know, and, and don't do it for one day. You know, they say it takes a couple months to successfully build a habit, you know, make a deal with yourself that it's like, I'm going to do whatever it is for a couple months, you know, like I'm not going to be negative or I'm not going to feed into negativity or I'm not going to do whatever and just start there. You know, it's not going to, it may not be, there may be much bigger fish for you to fry. There may be a whole lot of things that you got to deal with, but it's not going to take you any farther away from the solution to just dumb it down and be like, you know, I don't know if I can conquer everything that I've got to conquer right now today or right now this year or right now whenever, but I know I can do this. I know I can do this today. I'm pretty sure I can get up tomorrow and do it. I'm pretty sure I can get up the next day and do it. And fuck, if, if, if two months is too much to imagine, do it for a week, you know, and then once you get one week under your belt, do it for another week, break it down into like bite-sized pieces, you know, so you can process it, um, and, and make it a positive attainable thing. But, you know, for me, um, you know, and I'll tell you this, like, as, as I'm talking about like breaking things down into like bite-sized pieces and actually like thinking of it as it's like the long game, the long game versus the short game. You know what I mean? Do you want to hustle your way into the job or into the goal or into the situation that you want to be in. And then you get there and you realize that, okay, I'm not prepared for this or I'm not qualified for this or I'm not whatever and take it on the chin. Or do you want to immerse yourself in the growth, in the path, in the journey and just see where it takes you and see where it winds up? It's like, if you do it the second way, as you're getting to things that may or may not have been your ultimate goal, but it's all these little steps in becoming a different person or in becoming a better version of yourself, as you're acquiring each, each little next level, each little come up or whatever you want to call it, you'll find that you're equipped for that situation. You'll find that you're qualified for that situation. You'll find that you're ready for that situation because you're just walking the path, you're just doing the work and you're just looking up every day and seeing where it's delivered you. And if you view it in that aspect and you don't overreach your grasp, you're not going to find yourself in a position that you're not overall prepared to be in or ready to deal with or ready to negotiate. So it's honestly, it's like fall in love with the path and it's weirdly like a little safer. It's weirdly a little more, um, easy to manage and easy to understand and control. And like along the way of me, you know, taking on that world viewpoint and, and taking on that personal growth viewpoint and things like that. I noticed that like, if I was doing things earnestly and if I was doing the right things for the right reason, it's like the ingredients, right? I guess is what I'm saying. I feel like I'm drifting a little bit, but it's like, are you just going to sit there every day and be like, man, I wish I had a cake, man. I wish I had a cake, man. I wish I had a cake, man. It's been two weeks and I still don't have a cake. Are you going to go and you going to get the ingredients that go into a cake and make a cake? It's like, you can't just sit there on your hands and be like, man, I wish I was happy, man. I wish I was happy, 
man, I wish I was happier. Man, I wish I had a different job. I wish I had a different job. I wish, like, go out there and get that shit. You know, go out there and acquire one piece of whatever the ingredients for that new job are, whether it be experience, whether it be a different mindset, you know, whether it be a lot of things. I can't tell you how many, like, cooks I've had that work for me over the years or whatever. And I get what they're saying, and I respect the hustler in them, and I respect the, the, um, the ambition, but it's like, I want to be a sous chef by the time I'm 25, or I want to be an executive chef by the time I'm 27. And it's like, okay, that's awesome. That's totally attainable. What does that look like? What are you doing to achieve that? Are you just coming to work every day? Are you clocking in and clocking out? Because that's honorable. And honestly, that's what I need you to do. So I'm not unhappy with the fact that you're doing that, but it's like, are you changing anything about your traje- trajectory? Are you changing anything about your attitude? Are you changing anything about your skill set or your open-mindedness or willingness? Or are you just coming and doing the same thing that you did yesterday and saying, at this point in time, everything will be different. At this point in time, everything will be different. It's like you're sitting there wishing for the cake and you haven't bought the first ingredient. And it's just life doesn't work like that. The universe doesn't work like that. And... You know, I can remember specific times in my life that my goals were so open-ended that I just didn't even, <laughs> probably because I had so much, so many things that I had to change. Um, but I couldn't even have told you what my goal was, you know, like, and maybe that's the way my mind works. Maybe that was the universe being like, you know what, homeboy, like you've done things the hard way long enough. We're going to take a little stress off you. We're going to take a little weight off you. But it's like, there were so many years, especially once I got clean and I moved back to Memphis and I was cooking in the kitchen. That's like, man, yeah, it'd be cool to be a chef, but man, my goal today is to like not get my ass whipped on this grill because yesterday I got my ass whipped on it. And today I'm going to try to apply what I learned yesterday and be a little bit better. You know, I've also got this like driving inferiority complex that always lives in me. So I just naturally want to be better every day or like don't want to be the dude that's caught slipping or, or whatever every day. But my goal on so many days, um, in the past of my life was just like, man, today's goal is I'm going to, I'm not going to let that shit that happened to me yesterday happen again, you know, or like, I didn't do the work, so I didn't get what I wanted or I wasn't ready. So I'm not going to let that happen again. Or like I came in here yesterday and I had a shitty attitude and I can tell that nobody that was in this kitchen yesterday really wanted to be stuck in here with me yesterday. So I'm going to make sure today that my attitude's not affecting everybody around me. And it's all these little like one day goals that turn into two day goals that turn into the path that turn into all the things that unbeknownst to me along the way were delivering me to where I was ultimately trying to get, you know, because along the way for me, if we're talking about my life and my goals specifically, like I had to learn how to be a better person. I had to learn how to not be a negative force. And I'm still learning anybody that knows me, anybody that works with me, anybody that's crossed my path in the last handful of years knows that this is not a completed task in any way, shape or form. Um, you know, unfortunately I fall short all the time, but that's okay because the mission is still the same, but it's like, you know, for me, 
I had to be a better person. I had to stop being negative to the people around me. I had to stop focusing on everything negative. It was so crazy, man. We used, they used to make us say this thing in treatment. And it's like, um, oh shit, what was it? No, I'm not going to be able to remember it because I'm trying to, because I'm trying to flex on y'all with my knowledge and now my mind's going blank. But, um, basically it's like, if you change the things that you look for, the things that you, um, wow, God damn it. What is it? Basically, long story short, is the quickest way to change the world is to change the things that you're looking for. Um, if I want to change the world around me, if I think that the world's a negative place, if I think that the world's this or I think that the world's that, I need to seriously address what I'm choosing to focus on, what I'm choosing to put my energy in, what I'm choosing to see. Because we all, man, we all live in this world and we all know what it is. And if you get up every day and you're in and, your and hell bent on finding negative, it's out there, man. It's out there everywhere. And it is going to attach to you like a fucking magnet. But if you get up and it's like, you know what, man, the world's not a perfect place and I'm not a perfect person, but man, I'm going to try to see the good in this shit, or I'm going to try to see through the bullshit to the brighter days, or I'm going to try to, or maybe there's too much bullshit to even see through. So it's like, you know what? I'm not trying to see anything. I'm trying to keep my head down. I'm trying to work on me today. I'm trying to, to be that dude that I say I want to be, but it's like you slowly change the energy that you look for and that slowly changes the energy that you put out and that slowly changes the energy around you. And it's like, you know, the quickest way to change everybody in the world is to change yourself because you're involved in every interaction that you're ever in, you know, so you can change everyone. They say you can't change people. You can change everyone that you encounter for the rest of your life if you're willing to change yourself. Because you'll change the energy that you bring to it and you'll, you'll change what comes to the table. So you're changing, you know, but that was, that was some of the things like those are, I feel like I've been talking fast and I feel like I may or may not have covered a lot of stuff kind of non-specifically, but like those were the biggest things for me. Like when it came to getting change or when it came to acquiring change, like I think I'm going to, I'm thinking I'm going to name this episode, the come up. Cause like, man, I landed back in Memphis and I was looking for the come up, you know, everybody in Memphis knows what that means. And it's like, I didn't want that old shit that I'd always had. And I didn't want that old life. And I wasn't sure what the new life would or could look like, but I knew I wanted it. And so I had to start somewhere, you know, and start small, start small and be real. And you'll get the change that you're looking for. You'll, you'll break those negative cycles you'll shed a lot of that negative baggage and it'll set you free to figure out like who you really are, what you're really here for and what you're trying to be about and where you're trying to go. And don't attach too much. Like you got to have vision, you know, and don't get me wrong. I always had a vision for being a chef since a very young age, but I, I hung, I hung that shit up, man, like as to what it would look like and what I thought it would become. And even since I've started doing this podcast, the way that it's looked has changed and I'm happier than I've ever been. And I wasn't miserable then, you know, but it's just put your energy into yourself and put your energy onto those few little things that you want to change. Like, even if it's just like, you know what, today I'm going to get up and I'm not going to say anything bad about anybody, which actually it's hard, man. It's fun to talk shit about folks, but like whatever it is, man, put your energy into it keep your eyes open, be honest and keep your head up and just grind, you know, and, and you'll be surprised. You'll be surprised as to like what you're capable of as to where you could actually get compared to where you started 
And I promise you, man, if, if the experience in my life and experience in the lives of some people that I know, um, who have, have walked a similar path to me and helped me walk this path that I'm on right now, um, you will absolutely positively not believe where it'll take you. It'll take you somewhere much cooler than you ever could have imagined if you had to just like throw a dart day one and pick where it was going to wind up. Um, and you'll look up slowly by changing one or two things and changing your energy and changing what you focused on that so many things around you will have changed. The people around you will have changed. Um, the, you know, just, just everything, man, your whole world will change. And it's, it's kind of funny, like just a few small steps and just the willingness to repeat those steps and to stick with it and to do the right thing for the right reasons and to like be vulnerable. You know what I mean? Like when I talk about the people around you changing, man, I've, a lot of people know me and I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of associates. I have a lot of acquaintances, but man, I find myself like gravitating towards people, not in a mean spirited way, but that'll look me in the eye and they'll tell me about myself, you know? They'll be like, oh yeah, okay, wow. Like that's that's what you're doing right now? Like that's who you're trying to be? Okay, that's cool because that ain't right or that ain't who you say you are or how's that helping anybody around you and stuff like that. And that's, you know, on a day-to-day basis, no, none of us want to be told the negative things about ourselves. You know, none of us want to be held up to that mirror. None of us want to be dissected like that. But like that's... That's the realest friendships you can have. Those are the realest relationships in your life. Those are the best people that you can surround yourself with because they love you enough to let you not like them for a little momentary scrap of time to help you be a better person. And like, those are the real people in your life. You know what I mean? It's not the people that are sitting next to you at the bar seven nights a week. It's not the people that are always there when you make bad decisions. It's not the people that are, you know, like if you're not happy with your life and you're not happy with where you're at, look around at the people you see every day and ask yourself, are they really helping me get to where I'm trying to go? Are they just riding? Are they just fucking in the plane crashing with me? You know, because friendship looks a lot of different ways and the friends that I want in my life, they're not going to just ride a plane with me while it crashes. They're going to tell me about myself because I've been open. I've been honest I've been real and I've let them know that there's things that I want to do. You know, that's the thing. Like they say a closed mouth doesn't get fed, you know, speak the things that you want out loud because with that comes accountability and with that comes, you know, the people that hear those things and it resonates and they help you do it. They're real, you know, but you have to put that stuff out there. You have to make yourself vulnerable. You have to be like, these are things about myself that I wish were different. And, when you speak things like that out loud and when you start making changes and when you start breaking away from negative cycles and the same stuff that we all get caught up in, your true friends will reveal themselves. And it's going to be some people that you are surprised, um, show up in your life and you'll be very grateful. You'll be very surprised who comes and who goes, but you'll definitely get somewhere that was not where you started out. So I'm going to wrap it up with that. I don't want this one to get too, too, too long. Um, I have a feeling it's already been a little bit long, but um, happy new year. Uh, I think 2020 is going to be good for a lot of people. I think 2020 is going to be good for anybody that's listening to this. And like I said, man, failure ain't failure. Success ain't success. None of it's what we think it is. Just love the path. Love yourself. 
get out there, get some growth, get some change, and uh, get that come up that we all want. Uh, this is DT. I'm going to sign off. Stay tuned for the next episode of Lost in the Sauce, and I'll see you when I see you.